Why, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional. This is Michelle, and I'm here, as always, with my good friend and co-host, Suzanne. How are you? Great. I'm doing good. It's been quite a week for me because I had my family in town. We were celebrating my mom's birthday. And yeah, I polished off a lot of non-orange juice beverages this weekend. Oh, you chose to go without the orange juice added. Yeah, I started with orange juice. And then as the weekend went on, I just went straight to the champagne and yeah, blew off the orange juice. Well, at least you said as the weekend went on, not as the day went on. <laughs> True. Yeah, it I may I, have been that way as well. Okay. Well, there's no judging here, but I do have to laugh because your husband was talking to my husband and he's like, damn, I got to run to the liquor store again. We're out. And he was just, <laughs> how are we going through so much? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's a Fritz thing. It's a Fritz thing. Yeah, that's right. It's a family. It's a family get together. Although, in our defense, on Saturday and Sunday, we had 18 people in the house. So that's a lot of people to provide drinks for. Let's just say that. However you want to spend it. Especially when it's our, our crew. Yep. Especially when it's our crew. Yeah. Well, 18 people, that's a lot of people to host. But you got to celebrate mm-hmm. your mom's birthday and while yeah. she was there, did you also get to celebrate like an early Mother's Day? No. <laughs> no that's another celebration. Probably, <laughs> yeah, probably should have killed two birds with one stone, but didn't even consider that. Okay, but well. Now, so yeah, so now we're facing Mother's Day. I know, it's coming up quickly. It's hard to believe that we're already at the end of April the, and the beginning of May. <laughs> I know. It's like, where's the time going? Yeah. And while the, by the time people hear this podcast, it will be May. Mm-hmm. It will. And we'll be approaching Mother's Day. Yeah. But I got to ask before, because we're going to talk about Mother's Day today and do a little Mother's Day quiz, which I'm really excited about because I got a 53% on it. <laughs> And I'm feeling like a dunce, and I want you to be a dunce with me. So I'm really excited okay. to get to that quiz. But <laughs> okay. I have to ask you, because I don't remember past April's being like this. My allergies are so bad. Like, I am oh. seriously struggling. Are you having issues with that, too? Yeah, I have. It's been a rough month, but really here... In carefree Arizona, the winds have been ridiculous. Every day the wind is blowing and yeah. So I'm attributing it to the amount of wind we're getting because it's windy, windy. So we've got pollen flying everywhere. The last couple of days for me have been, yeah, the burning, itching eyes, the scratchy th- throat. Yeah. So Worse than usual, definitely. The winds here have been horrible also, and it's hot. And I found I cannot Mm -hmm. sleep under a ceiling fan or it just exasperates everything, making it so much worse. And, you know, I was feeling so bad the other day that I almost, almost, and you know how much I hate this, went to the doctor. Oh, my goodness. Because I thought, well, it's got to be something else because... Allergy medicine isn't working. Ugh, 
So, but you, you did not go. I did not go because I hate going to the doctor. I I will do anything to power through, even if it includes drinking straight orange juice, no champagne. I would do that to avoid going to the doctor. Wow. So anyhow, I just had to ask about that because I really, you've been so busy, haven't had a chance to talk with you or to catch up at all. (laughs) It's true. I said my April was crazy busy. I don't think I've had a down day the entire month. So, but moving into May, things will slow down, hopefully, although we haven't tripped to Hawaii planned, but, um, but things should calm down a little bit. I sure hope so, because you were radio silent to the point where I was even in Phoenix overnight. I didn't even get to see you. <laughs> I know. Oh, I still had people staying at my house. Oh, it's been crazy, crazy, crazy. Yes. And I was thinking of something I wanted to share, but like, of course, it like flies out of my mind as soon as it enters. I hate when that happens. Oh, dang. Dang, dang, dang. Because I start to think that I'm losing my memory and I don't like that feeling. (laughs) Yeah, I get used to it. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't get any better. Okay. Well, that won't just go away. It's no. with you for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, lucky me. Well, yeah, I'll deal with it. But anyhow, I do remember our topic today, which is Mother's Day. And yay, I'm a mom. I'm excited yay. to share my mom, celebrate her and everything. So oh, I'm just wondering, do you have any like Mother's Day traditions that you and your family honor on Mother's Day? Um. You know, I, I was thinking about that, and at first I was thinking, no, but we actually did this on my mom's birthday, because when I lived in Alaska with my mom, in Alaska, Mother's Day, it's the first time it really feels like spring, and I always remember Mother's Day and associating it with the first time you hear a robin singing in Alaska, they usually come out in May. And that's always a big deal. And then on Mother's Day, we have a traditional meal. We make fresh halibut, asparagus, some sort of pasta salad, and fresh strawberry pie for dessert. And so we did that for my mom on her birthday this year. That was the meal I made. And surprisingly, I we bought fresh halibut at Costco, of all places, in Phoenix, Arizona. And it was delicious halibut. It was truly fresh. You know, sometimes when it says fresh, but it's made its way to Arizona, it's not always fresh, but this was outstanding halibut. I yes. was, yeah, shout out to Costco because I don't know how they do it, but it was delicious. Yeah. As Rob always says, don't order seafood when you're inland, only save that for coasts or exactly. places that can get... exactly. Yeah. So... That is a real struggle if you're from Alaska. Not for me because I don't eat fish or seafood, but for mm-hmm. those who love it, yeah, finding good seafood is yeah. hard. Yeah. So it was a treat. It was a treat. And that's our traditional Mother's Day meal. Okay. Well, you and still do that I, on Mother's Day then coming up? Well, you no. do it again? Well, maybe. Maybe if I can get fresh halibut, but my mom won't be here. She's back in Anchorage. But um I, we probably will do that. I could do, I could eat that halibut every single day until it's no longer fresh. So we probably will, will do that. Right. Because um, 
you're still a mom, so we have it's- you should be celebrated. <laughs> well, true. And also the other thing, my kids every year on Mother's Day in Alaska gave me tomato plants and the tomato plants grew in my little kitchen nook in our home in Anchorage because you can't grow tomatoes outside in Alaska. It's too cold and the season is too short. But if you put them on my heated floor in my breakfast nook in Alaska, that's all sunny windows. You can have tomatoes by the end of August, the beginning of September. So that was their tradition. Every year they'd go and buy me tomato plants and I would grow tomatoes all summer. Okay, so it's something you kind of came to expect. Do you have shifted like expectations of something you might receive or not expected? That's probably not the right word, but do they send you something else instead of tomato plants now? No, no, they don't. They'll call me, I'm sure. And that's good enough for me. And I've and I always said this, it's like, please don't send me flowers on Mother's Day. They're way too expensive for Mother's Day. <laughs> so don't send them. Um, I but feel if they that- were going to send them, they should. Yeah, they should send me peonies. If they were going to send me flowers, they should send me peonies. But anyway, you feel what? No, I was going to say, I, I feel the same way. I always feel guilty when my kids spend money on me. And I think that a telephone mm-hmm. call is the best gift because the kids are so busy in their lives right now. So to actually get a call where they want to sit and talk and mm-hmm. I, I love that. And I appreciate that so much. Yeah. I remember one I year agree. though, Jimmy, he got me this really cool wine glass and I wish I could remember off the top of my head what it had to say, uh, oh. but it had a really cute saying on it and I will find it and I will share it. Um, it's an Anchorage though. And then that same year, Colton got me a new phone case and it said something like, from your favorite. And then it said, <laughs> financial burden or something like that to that effect because, you know, he was still in college and still always you know, needing a little bit of help. And so I just thought those gifts were the best ever. Well, yeah, those are great, great gifts. And you know what? They are great because you remember them. Uh, They're so memorable. And the other gift I remember, and I look forward to this, and he does listen to this podcast, but I really appreciate on Mother's Mm -hmm. Day when my dad brings in some chocolate-covered strawberries. So That's really fun. Yeah. So I I don't know, like when my kids were younger, I think we did brunch a lot for Mother's Day. Uh, We get everyone together and make something. And then, yeah, I don't remember, maybe have dinner too. So it was pretty low key. Which is nice. I mean, it's kind of what I think about when it when I think about Mother's Day, low key, quiet, nice dinner. Yeah. Well, did you ever think about it from a child's perspective? Like, has one of your kids ever said to you something along the lines of, well, I'm the one that made you a mom, so you should celebrate me? (laughs) No, my kids never said that. And I never thought about it. Not <laughs> That's so funny. No, my guess is one of your kids has said that to you. <laughs> I think I said that to my parents once or something. So uh, it just oh, popped kidding. in. No, it just popped in to uh, my mind. But it might have been prompted by that quiz we're going to do because there's a question in there. I'm like, Oh, that's very fascinating. And 
I think I've said that to my parents before. Oh, okay. Well, I think you should start with the quiz. I'm kind of in the mood for a quiz. Okay. Well, let me pull it up then. The name of the, the quiz, and there are 30 questions, and you can't really argue with them, Suzanne, because... I can always argue. Because there is an answer, though. There is an actual answer. It's multiple choice. And oh. it's not like, okay. do you agree or disagree? It's multiple okay, choice. Okay, well then, okay. There's a there's a firm, correct yes. answer. It's not a subjective answer. Yes. And again, I'll go through this. Some of the questions, because it, there are 30, maybe I'll just skim over. And mm -hmm. when I do, I'll give you the wrong answer. So <laughs> your score's lower. No, I'm kidding. I won't do that. <laughs> okay. So this quiz comes from HowStuffWorks.com. And it is called the Mother's Day Quiz. So the first question is, okay. what day in May is Mother's Day observed in the U.S.? Is it the first Sunday, the second Sunday, or the last Sunday? Second Sunday. You are correct. Okay. The next question. Who created the American tradition of Mother's Day? Was it Anna Jarvis, Harriet Beecher Stowe, or Susan B. Anthony? have no idea, but I'm going to guess, what was the first one? Anna Jarvis. Now I'm going to go with B. Okay. Well, I chose Anna Jarvis because she was the only name I didn't recognize. And I was correct on that hmm. one because Anna Jarvis oh. was the founder of the American version of Mother's Day. But I'm not going to tell you, that's mm. kind of stupid, <laughs> because here it says, you know, this is the answer. This is who created it. And it was in this mm -hmm. year. But then the next question is like, what year was it created? So I can't give you that away. Oh. Or oh. two questions away. Yeah. See, I always thought Mother's Day was invented by Hallmark. No, that's so. Valentine's Day. I know, but I thought Mother's Day was the same way, just like Father's Day, just like Administrator's Day, just like Grandparents' Day. I thought they were all created by Hallmark. I could tell why you... But anyway, that. go ahead. Okay, the next question, true or false, the founder of the contemporary version of Mother's Day never had children. I would say true. That is true. Anna Jarvis, the founder of Mother's Day, didn't believe in marriage and did not have children. Actually, the word they used instead of didn't believe in marriage was askewed. I can't pronounce it, so that's why I went with the oh. other. So maybe she believed in it, but I don't know what that word means. But anyway, I can't pronounce it, so we'll skip over it. Okay. When was Mother's Day first observed in the U.S.? Was it 1906, 1908, or 1910? Okay. Well, it could be any one of those. You know, I think when, okay, like I can't argue a multiple choice quiz because I think if you're going to give someone options there has to be like that there has to be like five years difference you have to say 1905 1910 or 1915 two years apart it could be any one of those years and I'm going to say 1906 you were almost right it was 1908 oh. okay well I was almost right if I had picked 1910 too Okay, well, listen to this. This listen to what they say because it could be an answer in a future question. Anna Jarvis successfully petitioned her church to hold the first Mother's Day service on May tenth, nineteen o eight. Okay, here's the next question: okay. 
Which flower represents Mother's Day? Is it carnations, roses, or lilies? I am going to say, again, it could be any of them. I, I don't think it's roses because that would be Valentine's Day. It's not so, roses. Good. So I would say, I want to say, I'm going to say carnations. And you would be right. Carnations are the traditional flower of Mother's Day. Initially, oh. Anna selected white carnations for the holiday because they were her mother's favorite flower. Today, white carnations are used to honor deceased mothers, while pink or red flowers are given to the mothers who are still alive. And I didn't give either my mom or mother-in-law pink or red flowers this year if they're getting flowers because they listen and it's not quite Mother's Day. Okay, so what is the average number of children that American mothers have? Is it 1.01, 2.01, or 3.01? And I don't know why there's a 0.01, but there is. I'm gonna say 2.01. And you are correct. Okay, which U.S. president officially established Mother's Day? Was it William Taft, Warren Harding, or Woodrow Wilson? I'm going to say Woodrow Wilson. That's the correct answer. Good job. Okay, what day of the week has the highest birth rate in the United States? Is it Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday? <laughs> I got it right. Okay, that is... I'm saying... Okay, in my world, that's the dumbest question I've ever heard, but in relation to Mother's Day. But I'm going to say Thursday, because I think if you're being induced or you're scheduling childbirth, it would be on a Thursday. And that is good reasoning, because I was induced and Colton was born on a Thursday, but that is an incorrect answer. I was also induced with Cameron. He was born on a Tuesday, and that was the correct answer. Okay. Good to know. Okay, which two states were the first to observe Mother's Day? Was it Pennsylvania and Ohio, Ohio and West Virginia, or Pennsylvania and West Virginia? Well, I'm going to say Pennsylvania and Ohio. You're very close. It was Pennsylvania and West Virginia. Okay. Which month has the highest birth rate in the United States? Is it August, July, or October? October. It is actually August. August is the month with the highest birth rate in the U.S., followed by July in second place and October in third. And I hit the wrong button, so you're going to get credit for one that you shouldn't get credit for. <laughs> oh. Just saying. <laughs> okay, okay, here's the next question. Mother's Day accounts for what percentage of annual flower purchases? Is it 15%, 20%, or 25? I'm going to say 25 and you are correct. Wow, that's a lot of flowers being purchased. Mm -hmm. Okay, how many babies are born to U.S. mothers each year? Is it 1.9 million, 2.9 million, or 3.9 million? And all of those, oh, that's a the... huge number. Yeah, and, <laughs> and who the hell cares? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say 2.9 million. That's what I said also, but it is actually 3.9 million. That's a lot of babies. Oh, okay. That's a lot of babies. Okay. Where did Anna Jarvis attend the first Mother's Day celebration? Was it at the White House, Andrews Methodist Church, or a West Virginia Capitol building? I'm going to say the Methodist Church. And you are correct. Very good. 
Okay. Of course, there wasn't that answer given away earlier in the quiz. <laughs> it was, but you could have forgotten it. We were just talking about memory lapses. <laughs> that wouldn't have been right. surprising. Okay, here's the next okay. question. True or false, Mother's Day is the second busiest day of the year for phone calls. True or false? Second busiest day? Yes. I wonder what the first busiest day would be. Christmas, probably? Okay, I'm going to say true. But if you tell me it's the first busiest day, I'm going to say that was a trick question. Well, you're going to be saying that was a trick question because Mother's Day yeah. is the busiest it's day the for busiest. phone calls. Yes. Calling to mom increases okay, U.S. phone traffic by as much as 37%. Okay. Well, I almost feel like I should get credit for that one just because I well, was okay. questioning their... <laughs> It's a balancing thing because I accidentally pushed the wrong one earlier okay. and then, okay, so we're good. Okay. We're back to so even. So we're even. Yeah. Yep. So which Philadelphia department store owner financed the first Mother's Day celebration? Was it John Wanamaker, F.W. Woolworth, or Sam Walton? What's so, the second guy's name? F.W. Woolworth. Woolworth. I'm going to go with that one. Yeah, that's one I went with too, but we were both wrong. It's actually John Wanamaker who is the founder of which department store? I should have looked that up. I never did. It just said Anna Jarvis convinced John Wanamaker, a Philadelphia department store owner, to finance the first Mother's Day celebration. Okay. Never we never even to find heard of him. What? I know. Okay. I'm going to well, Google that while you're asking me the next question. Okay. Here's a good question. How many Americans are expected to take mom out to eat on Mother's Day? Is it 20 million, 40 million, or 80 million? 20 million. That's probably wrong. It's probably 80 million. It is 80 million. Wow. A lot of people eating <laughs> out. That's why I that. stay home. <laughs> yeah. At what average age do American women become first-time mothers? Is it 22, 24, 26? And we're talking about right now in 2022, the average age. 26. 26. Yes, you are correct. Okay, the next question. In the United Kingdom, which holiday was the precursor to the contemporary version of Mother's Day? Was it Feast Day, Mothering Sunday, or Mother's Feast? Mother's Feast. And the correct answer was Mothering Sunday was a precursor for the modern Mother's Day in mm. Great Britain. And Okay. That holiday was observed on the fourth Sunday of Lent until it waned in popularity. So now it's much like the U.S., just for a little bit of information in case you wanted <laughs> to know. Okay. Which American suffragette, I don't know if I'm saying it mm -hmm. right, S-U-F-F-R-A-G-E-T-T-E, -T -T -E, campaigned for Mother's Day mm -hmm. Peace in 1873. Was it Julia Ward Howe, Louisa May Alcott, or Elizabeth Cady Stanton? I'm going to say the first one, but it's a guess. But it's a correct guess. Very good. Very oh. good. Okay. So true or false, in the area that was once Yugoslavia, children tie up their mothers on Mother's Day. Very random false. It is actually true because on Mother's Day, children tie up their mothers until the women pay for their release with candy and treats. See, you're celebrating the kids. That's what reminded me of it, that question right there. Oh. Hmm. Okay. The next question, the oldest known woman to give birth 
did so at what age? Was she 55 years old, 60 years old, or 65 years old? I'm going to say, I see, I remember when a 55-year-old woman gave birth. Do I ever remember a 65-year-old woman giving birth? Possibly. Okay, we're going to go with 65. That's so old. Correct. Wow. April 9th, 2003 is when she gave birth and she was 65 mm-hmm. years old. Okay, how many mothers? She was a surrogate. I actually think she was a surrogate for her daughter. Well, it doesn't the record. It doesn't say that here. It just says her name which I would slaughter unfortunately because sometimes mm-hmm. I have a hard time pronouncing things, but it doesn't say anything mm-hmm. about surrogacy. Okay, well, I'm going to Google that one as well. I have a, a lot of follow-up information. Okay, well, we better so hurry what, up here so then. What was her, I know. What was her name? I just said I didn't want to pronounce oh. it because it was a long okay, one. Oldest, I'll just put oldest woman to give birth. Okay. How many mothers are there in the U.S.? Are there 85 million, 80 million, or 75 million? 80 million. 85.4 million. Huh, that's a lot of moms, but there are a lot of kids. So, okay. This woman was married to a U.S. president and became the mother of a U.S. president. Was it Laura Bush, Abigail Adams, or Alice Hathaway Lee Roosevelt? Okay, I'm so confused because Barbara Bush was married to a president and was mother of a president. But that's um, not Laura Bush, so said, it can't be her. Right. Okay. And then Abigail Adams was married to John Adams, but I thought John Quincy Adams was either his grandson. Few. I would go with Abigail um, Adams. Okay, I'm going to go with Abigail because Theodore, the Roosevelt one didn't make any sense either. So I'll go with Abigail Adams. Uh, wrong. No, I, I'm kidding. I didn't steer you the wrong direction. It is Abigail Adams. She was married to John Adams, the second president of the United States, and was the mother of John Quincy Adams, the nation's sixth president. That's so funny. I thought he was the grandson, but I was wrong. Yeah, well, that's okay. You can get one wrong okay. every once in a while, but you didn't get it wrong. You got the right answer. So, okay. What is the average dollar amount Americans spend on mom for Mother's Day? Is it $108, $138, or $168? What was the first one? 108 That's what I'm going to say, 108 That's what I said too, but we were both wrong. $168.94. Wow. Yes. Which mother was a two-time Nobel Prize winner and the mother of a Nobel Prize winner? Was it Marie Curie, Pauline Kosh Einstein, or Alice Kipling? Kipling. No, it was Marie Curie. Uh, She was the first person to be awarded a second Nobel Prize and the only Nobel Prize winner who was also the mother of a Nobel Prize winner. Okay. Interesting. So what is the total dollar amount that Americans spend on Mother's Day as a nation? Is it 10 million, 15 million, or 20 million? Well, considering how much it is per person, I'm going to say 20 million. And you are correct. Okay, here's the next question. Which mammalian mother carries her unborn young for 22 months? Is it a walrus, a blue whale, or an elephant? Jeff would know the answer to this. Yes, he would. Let's go with elephant. And you obviously know the answer also, 22 months. 
that's a long time to be carrying a baby. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Which mammalian mother has the shortest gestational period? Is it a bobcat, a red fox, or an American possum? I'm going to say possum. And that is correct. It's only 12 to 13 days. Pretty wow. quick. Okay, true or false, in her later years, Anna Jarvis worked to have Mother's Day repealed. Is that a true statement or a false statement? Well, isn't that an interesting question? I'm going to say true. It is true. By 1920, Anna Jarvis had become disillusioned by the commercialization of Mother's Day and lobbied to have the holiday repealed. Jarvis spoke out against the exploitation of the holiday by the flower industry. Okay, hmm. keep that in mind for the next question. Who okay. anonymously paid for the care of Anna Jarvis at the end of her life? Was it President Woodrow Wilson, John Wanamaker, or the Florist Exchange? Well, probably the Florist Exchange. <laughs> and you are correct. They did pay for the care of Anna Jarvis at the end of her life, she died in 1948. Okay. Interesting. So are you ready for your results? Yes, please. You got 17 questions out of 30 correct. And you received a 57%. Oh, good. Which is better than me. And according to this quiz, again, at HowStuffWorks.com, better than 64% mm. of the other people who've taken the quiz. Okay. I mean, in school, that wouldn't have been a very good grade. <laughs> it would have been a failing grade. But, but on okay. a curve, if they graded it on a curve, uh, it would be better. True. It would. So, okay, okay. So do you want my follow-up results? Wanamaker, yes, I do. It was called the John Wanamaker Department Store. First department store in the United States founded by John Wanamaker in Philadelphia. It was also the first of retail industry to use price tags. He also added a store in New York City and employed extremely large staffs. There were 16 Wanamakers by the end of the 20th century. It was bought out by Macy's. Albert. Tub, no, Tubman, oh. it gets to Macy's, but um, of Woodward, Woodward and Lathrop. In 1994, it was known as Woody's, and the assets of Woody's were purchased by the May Company stores and JCPenney. Oh, so, wow. Really, in 2006, Macy's became the occupant of the former Wanamaker's department store, which is now a historic landmark. So really, it was Wanamaker's. It really didn't have another, you know, it didn't become a Woolworths or a JCPenney. I thought it was going to go towards Macy's or JCPenney, but it didn't. Wow, that's really fascinating because I'm sure everybody in Philadelphia knows what a Wanamaker's is or what Wanamaker's was. So that's really cool. So thank you for that history. Now, how about the oldest mom? Okay, well, interestingly, in 2019, it says a 74-year-old woman in India gave birth to twins. Okay, so... Oh, wait. 
Yes, September 6, 2019. I think I said 18, but it's 2019. A woman in India gave birth via C-section to twins. Wow. Yeah. Can so you even that imagine? question that you gave us was, no, was a little dated. But back to the question in our quiz, in Suffolk, England, a woman was 66 years old in 2009. Okay. And that, well, that was also IVF. Yeah, that we must have some out-of-date information there, but this quiz doesn't seem that old, but I can't find a date for it to know for sure. So Right. And all of these are referring to women who had IVF. None of them were naturally conceived. Okay. Fair point. Fair enough. And maybe that's the difference. Right. And there are 10 women in this article all over the age of 65, but all were artificially inseminated. Okay. So there you have it. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking the time to look up that information. Anytime. That's what I do. Yeah. I should have done it ahead of time, but I didn't think about it actually. Yeah. Maybe I did a little bit about Wanamaker, who he was, but I didn't have time. So I didn't. So I do remember that thing that slipped my mind earlier when we were talking about how busy your life has been because our good friend, our Mm -hmm. mutual friend, Christina had sent me a message earlier in the week and she's like, I'm Mm -hmm. having lunch with Suzanne today. And I'm like, I am so 100% completely jealous. So that's what I forgot to say earlier. (laughs) I had FOMO because you guys were having a fun little lunch. We did. And we had a very fun lunch. We had such an enjoyable time. And she came to my shop and she spent money, bought some beautiful items. And then we walked over and had lunch. And um, yeah, it was very fun to see her. It's been a long time. Yeah. So it feels like things are starting to slowly shift back to the new normal. And that's a good place to be. My guess is probably a good place to close out this episode because, of course, Rob is in Anchorage right now. So I have two dogs roaming my house. So hopefully I don't (laughs) come out and they're on the couch or something is chewed up. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I guess with all that shared, I just want to say cheers to all the moms out there. Have a wonderful Mother's Day. Cheers. Cheers.